The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 337. I hope that wherever you guys are today, you're doing very well. And if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can book in for that free session directly. Or if you prefer, you can send me a message to let me know about what you're struggling with. Now, in today's podcast, I'm going to be uh, talking about um, really understanding OCD and a big part of understanding OCD is actually being able to to know why we perform compulsions in the first place and how we begin to to kind of let go of that so today's podcast is all about that if you could please subscribe that would be amazing and also if you could uh you know, leave some comments or review a, uh, review the podcast. That also would be uh, amazing. So let's get going then with uh, today's episode. So I wanted to start today with a quote by the International OCD Foundation, and it is this. Compulsions are repetitive behaviors or thoughts that a person uses with intention of neutralizing, uh, counter-reacting, or making their obsessions go away. People with OCD realize this is only a temporary solution, but without a better way to cope, they rely on compulsions nonetheless. And this is uh, incredibly important to, to understand. When we're actually performing compulsions, we are doing it for a reason. We obviously don't do it for, for no reason. Um, there's a real payoff um, that we're going to get into uh, in just a minute for why we do it. And obviously, if you weren't doing compulsions, if you just had obsessions, then you know you wouldn't really have OCD. You just have obsessions, and obsessions on their own, you know, at some point they're going to disappear. You're going to stop uh, thinking about them. The issue is. Um, the, the actual compulsion. The compulsion is the thing that keeps the obsession going in the long term. So learning how to let go of uh, the compulsions is incredibly important for us in the, in the long term with managing OCD. Um, so one of the reasons then for why I think this is so hard is um, actually it's very addictive to perform a compulsion when we um, you know when we actually do that thing so no matter what it is it, it, it could be washing your hands it could be thinking about something for the hundredth time even though you've already gone over it so many times and you know it's not logical um, we keep on thinking about it anyway uh, you know, it could be checking something, it could be Googling something, it could be asking for advice from a friend. All of these things, really, what we're trying to do is we're trying to reduce uncertainty. 
and reduce our anxiety. And that's a really helpful way, I think, to kind of understand what a compulsion is. It's all about trying to help you to feel better in the short term. But the problem is, whenever we take this kind of short term perspective, we run into problems. And, you know, you may hear me talking about the Wim Hof method uh, and, and doing cold showers, for example. And the point of doing the cold shower isn't to make your yourself suffer for no reason. It's doing something uh, difficult um, because in the long term, you get a payoff from that. In the short term, it can be quite uncomfortable. Um, but the more we get into this perspective of having a long-term view on things, I, I believe the easier it is to, to manage OCD over time. And so this is really uh, the point here. With compulsions, we're doing the opposite of having that cold shower. You know, we want to feel comfortable immediately and we want to get rid of any uncertainty uh, at all and we just want to feel better. And of course, I understand that. I was doing that for myself for many, many years. So I know exactly, you know, where you're coming from is if this is something that, you know, you find yourself caught up in. Um, but the important thing here is to recognize that just because you've been doing this doesn't mean that you have to be doing it in the future. You can learn to let go of this kind of compulsive behavior because really what it is is a habit. It's an addictive habit, but it's a habit all the same. And, you know, over time, what we've done is we, we've got used to whenever we feel some uncertainty or anxiety, we've got used to actually saying to it, nope, I don't want you. I do not want to feel this way. Please uh, move along immediately. Get out of here. And, you know, and so we perform this very reliable trick, this compulsion that in the short term, maybe for a few seconds, maybe for a few minutes, maybe for even an hour or a day, who knows, uh, we do feel better. And this relates to the kind of OCD cycle. If you think of the OCD cycle, uh, think of a clock. And so at 12 o'clock, we have the obsession. This is obviously a very kind of simplified version of, of what's happening. But at 12 o'clock, we have that obsession. At three o'clock, well, we feel a lot of anxiety. And so six o'clock, we perform a compulsion because we want to reduce that anxiety. We want to feel better. Um, and then at nine o'clock, well, temporarily, you do feel better. But because you actually had to perform a compulsion, you had to do this thing in order to feel better, it means that the next time that you obsess about this thing, of course, your brain thinks, well, the only way to solve this is to perform that compulsion again. And so it becomes a habit. We just keep doing the same things over and over again, despite the fact that we know that it's not logical, that it's not helping us, that we're getting negative feedback. But it doesn't matter because it's a habit and it's an addictive habit. And this is the other really important thing to, to kind of think about. When we perform compulsions... Um, it seems to be that actually we are getting something for it. Like all addictions, we don't just do it for no reason. Um, if somebody is addicted to alcohol, then obviously when they drink alcohol, uh, they get a payoff for that and they get a dopamine rush. And very much in a, in a very similar kind of way, um, with compulsions, there may be some kind of dopamine payoff that you're getting uh, from performing that compulsion where in the short term it feels really good to just kind of get that reassurance or to check that thing again 
Um, you know, and, and dopamine, the unfortunate thing about that is it reinforces habits. It makes them stronger and it motivates us to, to kind of repeat our old behaviors. And so if you're, if you're getting caught up in, you know, repetitive compulsions, then this is probably a big part of what's going on. And so now that we really kind of understand what compulsions are and how they influence us, then we can begin to think about what we need to do in order to kind of let go of those compulsions so that we're just left with that obsession that, as we mentioned earlier, if it's just an obsession on its own, it's not that bad. It will move along. It's the compulsions that keep them present in the long term. And so what we can start doing is if we think about that OCD cycle again, the important um, thing that we really want to be doing is trying to stay at three o'clock. Three o'clock is where the anxiety is. And if we're able, when, we've, when we actually get the obsessive trigger, um, remember, we can't do anything about obsessive triggers. We're going to get intrusive thoughts sometimes. We're going to be reminded of things sometimes. And that's not a problem, okay? It's only a problem when we don't allow ourselves to, to have those thoughts or we don't allow ourselves to feel the uncomfortable anxiety that comes up about those things. So really what we need to learn to do is when we experience the anxiety at three o'clock, we need to learn how to stay there and actually feel that anxiety without performing those old familiar compulsions that in the short term do make us feel better. But obviously in the long term, they do the opposite. They make everything a lot worse. And so what we have to do is learn how to feel what we're feeling, learn how to feel that anxiety. And obviously at first that can be incredibly difficult. Um, you know, so it's not necessarily about throwing yourself in the deep end with this. What we have to learn to do is to be kind and patient with ourselves, but gently try to push back against the OCD. Try to do our very best, at, you know, to start allowing ourselves to feel that anxiety. And it may be, you know, that you do that with spe uh, specific exposure activities that you've planned uh, you can start off very small with that, you know, really take on very small challenges to begin with. Uh, in my experience, you know, in, in order to start letting go of compulsions, it's really about practicing a little bit with smaller things over an extended period of time. And that's when we get neuroplasticity. That's when things begin to change a lot more in the long term. So, um, there we go, guys. That is it for today. Uh, it's a really important one to learn how to, to stay within that anxiety and not just to push it away straight away when it comes up. Um, it takes practice, but, uh, you know, you can definitely get there. So really hope that you found it helpful. Please do subscribe. Uh, I really would appreciate that. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions at all about anything I've spoken about today, do please let me know. Many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only 
and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.